Thank you. Well, it's my absolute pleasure this morning to um, to introduce to you Trent Scanlon. Um, Trent co-founded a company called Truth Origins with his friend Dr. Harrison, um, aka Dr. Harry, as we refer to him. Um, both Trent and Harry actually have successfully overcome cancer um, earlier in their lives and have used their research into plant science to create a natural plant-based supplements business. They, they have a number of different products in their portfolio actually, but they, their, their potent liquid supplements particularly are form, formulated. So they have very high bioavailability um, and can deliver a number of different health impacts on inflammation, immune health, vitality, a number of different things actually. Um, yeah, right now I'd like to hand over to Trent. Um, Thanks, Mel. Hi, guys. Uh, great to be with you. Uh, we met Mel uh, a few years ago on this journey, and, and, and then everything became a lot easier. <laughs> so, so Mel's helped us navigate, you know, quite some, some difficult uh, business challenges. And my, my co-founder and best friend, Dr. Harry, so he does a lot of our research. He does a lot of our, uh, I suppose, analysis and, and understanding of compounds. And then we, we, we bring them to Mel. We discuss, obviously, the food law side of things and, and the various regulations. We develop products, we test them, and then off we go. Uh, so our company, we've got about 22 people in 12 countries. Uh, so we sort of uh, all do different things and, and we have a, a very much a virtual uh, company in that respect. We've only got five in the UK. Uh, our mission and purpose, we're, we're trying to look at plant compounds that have been proven to have scientific benefits and then we're trying to get them in the body as best we can without using any petrochemicals or, or any heat during the processing, anything that, that can that, that actually loses potency, we, we want out. So of course, that's hard. That, that's hard in a number of ways in manufacturing. Um, our values are pretty are pretty clear. We, we, we're both met on the board of Specsavers, so a massive multi, a multinational company that most people here would have heard of. Uh, and we do start from the customer and work backwards. And that's that's our sort of values to make sure it's all plants, it's all clean, it's all proven and, and it's customer focused. So in terms of our products, we've got three companies uh, in, in, in our group. We've got a CBD company where it all started. Uh, I was using CBD when I was going through chemotherapy. Uh, I had uh, Node Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, luckily for me, Dr. Harry, my best friend, had the same cancer three years earlier. So I was able to skate through it a little bit with his help. So we started CBD. That's just rife of, of dramas and regulations. But we believe in the product and the compound. So we're still sort of going through that. But we can't do any marketing. We can't use, uh, use PayPal or Stripe or any of those. So we've got that brand we've called Truth Naturals. It's a totally different business from the other ones because you can't have them cross-pollinate or, or, or the regulation get you. So then we started this Truth Origins one. This has got our hero product, the Vitality, which is a liquid curcumin. And part of our life and make the most probably challenging thing we've got is, is trying to educate people that turmeric is not curcumin. Curcumin is 2 to 4% of the turmeric root, and that's the potent compound that scientists are excited about. So we've cleanly extracted that and we've put it in a form where the body can absorb. Whereas, and as Mel will tell you, we've messed up so many times in her lab and left it 
as orange as Donald Trump. It's such a tough compound to to, to work with, but we've we've really pioneered some technology there, and then we've we've brought a few other products, and then we've got a, a little lab we've we've developed in in Twickenham where we can sort of muck around and play with things. We we call that six degrees bioscience. Um, the name six degrees is pretty pretty simple. So between myself and Harry, we've got six degrees. Uh, he's got five and I've got one. He, he never likes uh, telling that joke. It's, uh, it's only usually me. Um, so part of doing this uh, type of webinar and, and is, is trying to understand uh, the challenges we face as a business, both uh, initially starting and, and, and now uh, when we adapt and, and, and grow. Um, and then we, we've really got to understand what the product is and, and understand the taste components. This is where Mel was, was really instrumental. Uh, curcumin and, and turmeric themselves have got a very high um, uh, taste. Uh, I'm not sure the, the, the word for it, but it's like the heat. It's like a heavy ginger. Um, so trying to get that taste so it was palatable without putting anything in that we didn't want in there was, was one of our biggest challenges. Then we looked at repurchasing rate, right, how often people come back and buy this product and, and that uh, helps us understand product market fit. But then you've got to look at the ingredients cost and, and the bottling and the labeling and all that sort of stuff. And then you come up with a, 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 a product that you spend money marketing and then you check the performance of it. So we've had to adapt this in several different ways uh, over the last three years to, to get the, the compound that we're really happy with now. Uh, one of the biggest challenges we've faced is obviously compliance. Certainly for CBD, we understood early that uh, any cannabis products and, and hemp is, is from the cannabis family uh, require a different level of compliance. So that's why we separated the companies. And then we understood about the EU Novel Food Act and, and understood some compounds we were using in Australia. We're not allowed to use in the UK. And some are okay in the US, but not in the UK and, and Australia. So, so all of that is just a, a minefield uh, of which we've really relied on Mel's experience and guidance through that. Um, we obviously try to make claims about our products based on, uh, based on food science and, and Dr. Harry's um, understanding of it. But you, we, we have had letters from the MHRA saying, look, you're intimating that this is a medicine and not a food. And so just trying to understand that uh, line is where we spend a lot of time and, and a lot of frustrating energy. Uh, then we have a look at competitors, what other people are saying. And every now and again, you'll see them come up with a claim that you got in trouble for and, and, and vice versa. And so I think there's a bit of competitive uh, influence in the industry of dobbing people in. You know, we, we, we've got a pretty strong karma profile where we, we don't want to dob anyone in and we don't want to get dobbed in. But on the same token, if customers complain and, 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 and you, you stumble across some regulatory issues, that's, that's what we've got to play by the rules for. Um, and then the marketing restrictions are, are obviously something that, you know, our, our Vitality product, our curcumin product, the biggest market for it is 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 being sort of osteoarthritis. If we if we had to put it in a category, but the reason Harry and I take it, um, we're both sort of amateur athletes at a at an aging uh, demographic. But, um, it's got very strong anti-cancer properties, and, and in vitro, in in uh, a lot of labs, it's killed cancer cells, specifically breast cancer. 
and that's what it came across with us and and, and then we, we started using it and playing with it but we can never mention that and we never would and one of the things I, I'll say a lot of times when I'm on podcasts or talking to people is look modern medicine cured my cancer so chemotherapy and radiation we don't say any of these compounds did we just say that they, they made them better and then that's sort of a, a marketing restriction and also you know Harry's still a prescribing GP. He, he doesn't want to be, you know, pigeonholed and thrown out there as a guy that says use this and don't use don't use normal cancer medicine because that's certainly not what we're saying and not what we believe. So that that's been a bit of a tough one. Setting up a consumer business is 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 tough anytime. Um, obviously formulation and then we've got fulfillment and, and, and all of that. Like how do you get it to people? We understand the differences of, of charging for uh, postage as opposed to putting it into the price. Uh, the marketing's expensive. You, you, you fragment out to, to auction-based marketing, which is obviously Google, Facebook, and then you look at more traditional stuff. And then the biggest thing in every business is cash flow. So this was my 12th business. Uh, so I understand cash flow. Um, but uh, a lot more goes out and comes in and, and certainly the first few years and, and, and understanding your, your business uh, in that respect is, is obviously the biggest tips we can do. Um, other than that, one of the biggest things I've, I've done in 25 years of business is I started and, and sold businesses. I've never lost one, touch wood, um, and I've had a lot of variation in optometry was my previous career. Then I, I've opened a martial arts gym. That, that's my passion. Uh, so that I've never done before. And now uh, a food supplement business. All of them contain the same sort of highs and lows uh, and, and really understanding if you've got a product that fits a market is, is crucial. Uh, but my third thing I always talk about, and you hear it on all the entrepreneurial podcasts, is pivoting and understanding that you might have an objective and a product and a price point and, and a product market fit. And then once you test it and, and understand it, if it gets rejected continually, you've got to pivot. You've got to adjust. Uh, you cannot force people to buy your products and you, can, you, certainly can't, uh, you certainly can't sort of class that as a success. Um, the other big thing is people. You know, one thing I am good at, and I've got many, many faults and I make many mistakes, but, but getting the right people in the right in the right roles in, in a company is, is probably the toughest part of it. Um, but I'm actually being able to, to learn so much and, and learn from so many mistakes that I, I plan on making many more. Uh, but finding good people and, and, and giving them clear instruction and, and, and clear support where needed is something that uh, I think is essential. Along with budgets and forecasts, you need a good accountant. I've had bad ones. I've had good ones. Trust me, you need a good one. So that's a quick summary of us, me, Harry, and uh, and some of our challenges. So uh, Mel, fire away. You got any questions? Absolutely. I've actually probably got about three days worth of questions, but I will try and I'll try and pick a couple of different areas that I think um, everyone would be interested in. So perhaps we can just touch a little bit on product to start with. Obviously, that's my that's my <laughs> that's my core and heartland myself. Um, you um, obviously I know your products pretty well, and uh, actually it's um, it's it's quite interesting um, in terms of the development. You've not picked an easy route. Um, you know, active ingredients often are difficult to handle. You know, they might not taste quite the way they should do. What what do you think your biggest? If we perhaps pick on 
on your curcumin product rather than everything what do you think the biggest challenges were when it came to development of that yeah so costing is one thing because it is expensive getting it the way we want it where we, we don't have the ethanol or, or any petrochemicals involved it's all co2 extracted mm. but then the flavor now you remember that first flavor where it looked good and we we class that as liquid petrol because that's probably the best way to describe drinking it. I, I'd mix it in black coffee and I'd just be able to get it down. Uh, but it passed all the absorption stuff. So that that was what we were crucial at. You know, people can buy curcumin capsules in Tesco's for like five pounds for a month's supply. We know they just dissolve in the gut. They don't get to the blood-brain barrier. So Harry was like, we have to get this digested through the mucous membranes in the mouth all the way through the tracks to, to make this work. So you and me trying to solve that problem was, was probably the toughest uh, single uh, product formulation issue. That's, it's good. I mean, I often talk about, you know, it's it can be quite easy to copy people's recipes, actually. But if you have formulated something that is quite special like this, actually, it's so much harder for the competition to come in and um, and try and copy you, which is an amazing thing. I suppose the other thing I probably just should say is that just to reinforce something you said earlier is, is, is about what you can say about products. Um, I always talk about it as being cup half full versus cup half empty. So you can talk about the positive impact on your immune system or on, on whatever, but not about um, curing disease. So, uh, yeah, just to just to briefly reinforce that one for everyone. So for understanding and it's the same for labels and market marketing information as well. Um, so should we talk a little bit about um, obviously you're a direct to consumer business. How, how did you how did you come to focus on that area rather than other channels? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, we've been having a lot of these conversations because now we're just going into retail, uh, physical retail. We wanted to do it differently, and the, the main thing is product market fit. So we wanted to see that there was a, a, a volume of customers out there that would like our product and would keep purchasing it, where where it's expensive. So, you know, just to to give you an insight, the vitality is thirty five pounds for one month supply. That's the the, the one month liquid curcumin or two months is 59 pounds. So that's expensive uh, compared to uh, capsules, but there isn't any products out there that, that, that are doing this. So we were pretty adamant that we had to find a product market fit before we, we, we put in mass production and, and looked at getting into uh, retailers or else you've got to conform. And, and discussions we've been having with some of the big retailers, this is, this is almost its own category. And so we've proven we've had over two million online sales, uh, two million pounds worth of online sales. So we've proven that, that there's a market out there. We're now looking at Amazon pretty more aggressively, and, and we sort of see that almost as retail as well. Um, so you know that that was the big thing. Plus, we understand Shopify. We understand uh, the value of, of of actually having a customer rather than spending the money into a retail margin. Oh, that's that's good. It's good to understand. Uh, plenty of small businesses do start direct, and um, and then look to go into retail. And one of the challenges they do run into sometimes is uh, trying to deal with those extra margins that come as you start to expand out through wholesalers or retailers. Well, also a lot of them need upfront payments, and they'll they'll give you a ninety day payment terms, but then you've got to give them the first order free for marketing and and cash flow wise. You know, direct to consumers uh, businesses really 
uh, you get direct cash flow. So, so that helps us fund it a little bit more. But um, yeah, for us, it was, it was finding the market, then we'll find the retailers. Mm -hmm. Just, just moving on to funding then. So, how, how did you, how did you fund the business to start with? Obviously, it become, it changes over time. How did that look for you? Yeah, so that was myself and, and Dr. Harry uh, funding it ourselves for the first couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. Luckily, we'd had good careers in, in other parts of it, and this was a passion business. Um, so it allowed us to, uh, I think, be a bit more careful with costings, uh, but also be a bit more committed to, to, uh, to the business. And then we, we started uh, our first friends and family raise about two years ago, and then another one a year ago, and now we're going uh, full steam. So we're, we're about to uh, expand dramatically. Mm -hmm. would you, what advice would you give people standing at the start on funding? Would you, do you think you took a good route? I, I guess it's not available to everyone. No, look, banks won't lend you any money, as simple as that. Uh, and it depends on, on what sort of scale you're looking at. Um, but if you go in, into a proven category, you might be able to get some funding somewhere, but then you're just one of many. So what's your unique price point? How are you going to stand out? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a tough question, but look, entrepreneurs will find a way to get money. Uh, and, and if your product's right and your business is going to work, you'll find a way of making it work. Yeah, no, absolutely. Some of our customers are very impressive, actually, when it comes to that, I have noticed. If, if you don't have the stomach for it, you won't do it, right? You know, there's, there's two types of people. There's the us crazy entrepreneurs that will just keep pushing and make sure it go through, and it might take 10 years and you hoped it was a month. Um, and then there's people that can't stomach that risk, you know, and, and, and just really sort of need more surety in their lives. Mm -hmm. I've been a risk taker. And, and for me, it's the highs and lows uh, are incredible. The highs of building a business and selling it is incredible. The lows of the fact of I've never stopped working on this business in five years, let alone the three years we've gone intense. And I'm actually on holidays in Spain at the moment, but I'm doing five hours of work while my wife's down the beach. That's what we do now. I, I feel you <laughs> as a business owner myself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So um, an interesting question, actually, um, from Stephen, one of our team. Um, what was the most surprising or valuable piece of customer feedback you think the business has received? Yeah, we had a, a customer. This is only probably three months old now. I think we just brought you in on this recently. We had a customer contact us just to say, really impressed with this product. I got into it because I'm looking at dementia research. My father uh, suffers from dementia and I'm a bit worried that, that, that I'm inclined. So I started taking it and then I'm, I'm feeling my joint improvements. Uh, I want to get involved in your business. And, and so I spoke to this person and she's a pharmacist that's also got a PhD in bronchial research. And now she's joined our scientific team. So nine months, she was a customer purchasing the stuff. And this is obviously a, a very uh, educated and, and uh, you know, a, a person that understands this. So we brought her in on the team. So that, that was just one of, of many incredible parts of the feedback. Um, but yeah, just trying to wade through uh, various ones and, and understand patterns is, is, is the key part of this. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I always have quite mixed views on patents, actually. I, I, you know, I've worked on a number of patents over the years for people, but sometimes it's not the right choice because you're putting some information in the public domain for people. Exactly. And so, you know, 
you have to take take a long hard look at that one um okay actually there's a few questions lining up in the chat now so i'm, I'm going to run other people's um questions and if if anyone does want to unmute by the way and just ask a question directly do do feel free um so uh, i have a question here from tom um thank you tom um what challenges have you faced this is an insurance question actually um with product liability insurance and how have you overcome them or have you had any challenges yeah yeah look one of the things that we that i learned very early on in business is you never want a fatal blow you, you never want something to come in with you know that could shut your business down so we we do over insure so every year we do insurance and, and, and it's not just an online thing and describe your business. We go through a broker and we describe exactly what we're selling and where we're selling it and what, where we're getting our, our ingredients from and how it all sets up. And then the broker goes away and then finds the policy for you. Um, so look, my, my tip is don't, don't go cheap on insurance and, and then make sure that uh, you, you speak with a broker and, and fully describe your business. So that was tough on the CBD business. We've got that insured and, 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 the, and the, you know, we overpay in, in terms of premiums on that, but that's because the regularity is, is just a bit of a mess. Mm -hmm. um, but I fully insure and I speak to a broker personally. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't just click through and answer an online form. No, that, that's fair enough. We, we, if you're a, a, a slightly different kind of business, actually, it's, it's really important to describe in absolute full what you're looking for. I, I had to speak to a number of different companies before we found the right people for us because we do something slightly off piste. Um, okay, um, question from Thomas. Um, how would you disclassify your product? Um, actually, I, I, I know the answer to this, but I will let you answer it. Um, is it supplement or functional food? Um, I would guess there's a difference between how you classify it and how you perhaps talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because functional food is only just relatively recent to the industry. Um, we class it as a functional food, but we, we believe it performs a function. However, if it has an anatomical change, it's effectively a medicine. So we're sort of skating around there. Supplement is the word most people understand. Um, so that's sort of where we, we categorise a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but but I think we 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 look at it as a functional food. Yeah, it's interesting, and the language you use to the customer can be quite interesting. Actually, I, um, Thomas, if you're interested, I did a webinar oh, a couple of weeks ago now that should be up on the website soon. If it's not on the difference between food supplements and medicines, um, it's quite interesting, and it's not always a hundred percent black and white, which is uh, which is obviously a little bit challenging. Um, yeah, I'm going to sneak an, one of my last questions in actually um, now, just before anyone else gets in. Um, just wanted to ask you what's next for, for for Truth and for the businesses. Yeah, so it's interesting. Mel, we, we, we've got something we, uh, we we want you you to help us with uh, next or well, just after summer. Um, yeah, look, we're all, always looking to try to improve our, our product. Um, we've just uh, done a... Um, great sort of collaboration with the university down in Australia. So we're going pretty heavily into the scientific side of things just to really make sure that we're robust there. And then we could look at uh, various things that come from that. Um, so adding to our range is one thing. Um, obviously trying to understand what's happening in the CBD market with that business is, is a tough one. There's, there's a lot of regulation around. There was something due the end of March that's still overdue. 
containing the novel food and the FSA. So we're always waiting on that. And, and, and yeah, I think we've got, we've got new products in the line. We've got, you know, a, a few things ready to go. That's really Can't let them out yet, Mel, until they're ready. No, 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 no. I'm not implying you should do at all. No, it's really interesting. And I think it's, it's, it's a real credit to you, actually, that you're always on it, actually, and you're looking for, looking for new products, reviewing how the business is doing. It's very easy to step away from a part of the business and, and you know, it, it can, you can lose it um, if you're not keeping an eye on everything as part of the overall offering and making sure it's absolutely delivering. Um, asked, I think I already answered Stan. You answered Stan's question actually, just about selling how to sell the the products. We we, we started just with websites. We, we understand those. Then we've just started an Amazon. We've used one one agency, didn't quite work out. We're moving to another. We were just starting to go into Europe when Brexit happened, so we pulled back there because our customers were getting import bills, and that just sort of got a little too messy. So we're focused on two company countries, so the UK and Australia. So we're down there as well. Harry's still a prescribing GP down there. I'm in, I'm, uh, I'm in London. Oh, you're in London. Okay. Where do we follow your journey? Are you on um, Instagram? Yeah, yeah. So we've got Truth Origins on Instagram. We've got Truth Naturals. It's a CBD brand on, on Insta and Facebook. Um and then yes, we, we we haven't done that uh, as, as well as we'd like. But you know, we we put all our money into trying to look at uh, new customers. So so a lot of the Facebook and and and, and Google uh, marketing, and we, we've probably been a little slow on the social stuff. We haven't done a lot of influencer, which is you know a different form of marketing. But we we've yeah. just been holding off on that. Oh, thank you very much, actually. Trent, that's been fantastic. I would like to carry on asking you questions, but I think we'll pause here. Um, if anyone has any particular topics, I've tried to cover quite a, and I have covered quite a wide range of different topics within the food industry. Um, I'm going to tackle one soon, actually, on, on VAT and food that's a particularly spiky issue that um, I've been avoiding doing for some time now. Um, but if anyone's got any things you'd like me to cover, actually, do feel free to reach out directly. If you want to go to our resources page, actually, it's all free to access, um, including our back catalogue of webinars. And there's just a final thank you ever so much, Trent. Thanks, guys. There'll be a new Food Founders interview every month. To listen to other episodes or subscribe to in your favourite podcast player, go to www.froghop.co.uk forward slash podcast or search for Food Founders interviews wherever you get your podcast from.